that's the clapping. That's that's the clapping. Yeah, it's pretty awful. But hey, hey guys. I'll just I'll fix that later. <laughs> You'll fix it later. I'll fix it later. Oh, hey Adam, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Scott. <laughs> yeah. So. Get a room. Uh, we have a room right here. <laughs> we got. Cupid was good to you. He brought you uh, fancy new microphones, a new yeah, mixer board. We're legit now. I guess so. I, I as far as legit goes. Listen, ladies, Adam is an eligible bachelor. So. Yes, I am. Oh, Corey too. Corey too. <laughs> well, yeah. You're on yet? You know. Yeah, we, I, we didn't introduce you yet. So. I was get. I was getting there. I was getting there. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we are since since he jumped the gun. We are joined by special guests. Corey Christen is back with us. Thanks for coming back on the show, Corey. Yeah, thanks for having me again, guys. I'm excited. He, I, I braved the treacherous ro roads and the weather and the blizzard to get here. So. Yeah, it is bad out there. Like, it's horrible. Yeah, it's, it's not very but good. But we're Pennsylvanians. Yeah, I mean, this we, is our thing. This is our life. Like, it wasn't as bad driving here if there aren't people on the road to make it worse. You bunch, know how bunch, bunch of a-holes. You know how people are people but thanks for bringing me back in i Absolutely, appreciate that definitely very cool so before we we do anything else brandon is back from florida but he is not here with us in person but we do have him on the phone because apparently he brought back some pirate std or something <laughs> from gasparilla I, I don't know but Okay, he drank so, the tainted sarsaparilla, if you will. So calling in to the show is our other man friend Brandon, who just got back <laughs> from got back from Florida. So you want to tell us a little bit about the Gasparilla Pirate Festival, Brandon? Yeah, well, first off, sorry I couldn't be on the show, guys. Just getting over some sickness, but uh, yeah, Gasparilla was. How much did you guys? Do you guys all know what Gasparilla is? What it's all about? Yeah. Pretend we know nothing because we actually probably do. Okay. Well, Gasparilla is this festival held every year in Tampa to celebrate this. Um, this I, I don't know. There's not really any truth to it that they can prove, but it's like this legend of this pirate Gasparilla who took over Tampa for a weekend and it's raped and pillaged. And they just celebrate it with like a massive parade. It's uh, actually the third largest parade in the United States. Really? Um, is it like like Mardi Gras? Yeah, well, it's uh, Mardi Gras, and then uh, the Macy's uh, Day Parade, and then uh, Gasparilla. So what do you do at Gasparilla? Well, we post it up uh, early in the morning. I don't know. I think like 10 a.m. we got there, and you just start drinking, and the parade didn't start until like 4, but it, it's just one massive party all day. Wow. Was was there any sword fights? Did, um, are you up on your sword play? I, you know, it's actually funny you say that. There were some fake foam swords being passed around, and there were some sword fights. <laughs> um, I, that's, I, Scott told us a little bit about it. I didn't know anything about it. He'd never been there, obviously. It just sounded like so much fun just to go down and just be like, I'm going to be a pirate for the weekend. Like that's all I'm yeah, gonna do. It, it's hard to put in the words, but it's unlike anything else I've been to or experienced. It's just one massive pirate party. Um, 
and you know, it wasn't like just necessarily like a young people thing. There were people from like all walks of life there too, which was really nice. Um, I, the road, the road that we were on for the parade, I think it was Lakeshore Boulevard. I think that sounds right. Um, all the houses on the road had their own private security hired, so no people would walk into their yard. So there were like guys with like the ear mics and everything, just like standing there keeping people out of people's yards. Um, some people like rented giant fencing for their yard just for the weekend. Huh. Um, it's a pretty serious affair. Could you imagine that, though? I didn't know renting fencing was a thing. Adam, that would be you. I feel like if you lived there, you'd be the old man who'd be like, you damn pirates, get off my lawn. No, because they're on boats. They're not on in cars. I don't got a problem with boats, you know? <laughs> Could you imagine that, though? Like, just a big-ass parade in your front yard. And it's like, oh, hey, while we're here, let's just, yeah. uh, let's just have a little... I would probably welcome people. I wouldn't let people in my house, obviously, but if they wanted to set up a lawn chair in my yeah. front yard... I might, some let him, of the, uh, I might let him have Some of the houses uh, hold, like, house parties, and you're only allowed to get into these house parties if you get stamped. So uh, uh, one of the one of the people we were down there with, they got stamped and, like, were able to get us into a house party. Uh, we ended up getting too trashed to even go to that later, but <laughs> it was kind of a neat little thing. Um, the other thing Gastrilla had, they kick off the day with, like, a giant pirate battle out in the bay. And uh, this, like, pirate ship takes down. There's, like, a U.S. Uh, warship down there, and, like, the pirate ship takes that down, and they have, like, a giant fight with, like, water cannons and shit like that. It's pretty gnarly. It yeah. sounds like it. Did you see any boobs? Yeah, but not the kind you'd want to. Like <laughs> like, like old pirate wench boobs. Oh, man. Yes, yes, like old, old saggy boobs hanging over fences. <laughs> hanging over, over <laughs> rental fences. <laughs> did you go swimming while you were down there? No. No? I was going to say, did you see any dolphins or anything while you were... Uh, no, not this You're time. killing me with this. Oh, sound. dolphins. No, I, I try to avoid those at all costs. <laughs> You're killing me with these sound effects, Scott. Was the weather at least nice? Oh, better than here, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like 74, 75. Oh, beautiful i i highly recommend it it was something i'd never heard about until recently and i see myself going back all the time all right well then next um, year next year for your distraction is going to be coming to you live from gas take the show on the road pirate festival so, in tampa florida here's an interesting thing too that we found out at the airport so you know how everybody buys their tickets online like airplane yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, no, no one buys their airplane tickets in person anymore at the airport. Only well, losers. The lady told us that if you buy your tickets at the airport one way from Florida to Ohio, just one way, without any taxes or anything, $15. Uh, what? Seriously? Good to know. Yeah, because yeah, they, they get away with all the government uh, charges, all the extra stuff on your ticket. We couldn't believe her. Could not believe her. So. Well, that's because... You said it was from Florida to Ohio. Corey, I'm sorry about this, but who the hell wants to go to Ohio anyway? I don't. Even I don't want to go to Ohio. Any flight through Allegiant one way is like around 15 to $30. That's crazy. But that's if you buy your ticket there and you have your date in mind. Like, But nobody does that. Nobody goes to an airport anymore and orders their ticket. It's like an, no, no one impulse buys a plane ticket. 
And they did it in Yes Man. <laughs> okay, that's it. <laughs> that's the only case in history I can ever think of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, hey Brandon, thanks for thanks for calling in and telling us about uh, the Gasparilla Pirate Festival. Um, yeah, no problem, guys. Yeah, I look forward uh, to being back on the show soon. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get you back on soon. You take care of yourself. Go have your sick poops and uh, have your sick chicken soups. noodle soup. Sick yeah. soup and sick poop. Yep. All right, buddy. <laughs> take care. All right, take it easy, guys. Watch out for cannonballs. Later, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. See you guys. <laughs> so it's an interesting dynamic we just added. You guys just added. Yeah. Yeah, call in. Call in to Fort Distraction. <laughs> yeah. The phone lines are hot. If you have one Adam, of... what's your phone number? <laughs> yeah, you know, if, you have, if you have one of three phone numbers, you can reach the show. <laughs> Get in live. Live to tape, they call it. We're live to tape right now. All right, guys. So now, now we're down to business here. Uh -oh. So let's introduce... The beer of the show. Yes. Yes, we need to. And I've brought the beer of the show. Once again, it's from our friends at the Stone Church Pizza House and Brew Pub mm. in Hermitage, Pennsylvania. Mm. I brought, it is called the Witty Lady Blood Orange. Oh. I thought I tasted citrus. Yes. So what it apparently is, it's a Belgian wit, which is a wheat beer, kind of like a blue moon, but it's infused with blood orange. So hmm. instead of an orange, a regular orange, because blood oranges do have different tastes. What is a blood orange? I honestly it's, don't know. It's literally a redder orange. It's like, it's like a, uh, how do I put it? I, it's hard to put in layman's terms. Like, it's just a darker, like a burnt, like a burnt orange crayon. It's like that color. And when you, it comes out like, it's almost like a cross between a grapefruit and an orange, if I could put it in those terms. It's, it's a little different. For, it's a little different from regular orange. I, they're delicious. I can yeah. tell you that they're delicious, though. Yeah, I think it's pretty good so far. So yeah, it's not it's not bad so far. We got beer. We got chocolate covered strawberries yeah. to set the mood. You guys are my valentines, so Aww. I brought you some chocolate covered strawberries from Philadelphia Candies. But anyway, let's rate <laughs> the beer of the show from a scale of one to five. One to five. Who would like to go first? I will take the lead on this. Okay. One, I think. Um, take it. a take a swig real quick. It's not bad. It's not a bad beer. It's actually pretty good. Um, not doesn't really feel like too too dark. I'm not a big fan of the really dark mm -hmm. beers. It doesn't really feel like it's too dark or too heavy. Wheat beers are traditionally relatively light. Right. So. Um, it's 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 like I said, a little bit fruity. You know, just just a little bit fruity. Um, I'm gonna rate it three out of five. Okay. I'm gonna give it a three out of five. Okay, a little bit above average beer. I could drink this all night. I could I could do that. All night. See, all right. See, Corey, I, what see, do you got? See, all I'm drinking it, and you said Blue Moon, and that's the first thing I got. Like, I should mm -hmm. have, like, you know how in the commercials they're like, oh, you garnish with an orange peel. I feel like I should have, like, an orange slice on my glass, and then just, yeah. just, like, dab orange juice right in there. Like, that's the kind of feel I get off of this beer. So, and <laughs> I'm with Adam here and saying that it's, like, a lighter, it's a beer I can enjoy. Like, I'm not a huge fan of dark beers either. Not that I don't like them. But, like, this is a beer I could kick back on my on my porch with a cigar, maybe enjoy a sunshine right. or whatever it is. This feels very summery. It this, feels very spring I feel summery. like if we were to review this beer 
three months from now, we'd have a different idea on it. Like, it'd be yeah. like, we'd be outside underneath an umbrella in the sunshine, and it probably would taste better under those conditions. But for now, I mean, I could give it a four out of five. If it's in the sunshine, maybe a four and a half or a five. That's but a I solid, think, solid but rating. I'm a firm believer, and I don't know about you guys, about setting in beer. Like, I can drink a Guinness or something like that in a colder environment. A heavier beer, I like in colder environments. But a lighter beer like this, if it's sunshine, I want... Yeah. So like a like a summer shandy, like Lion Kugel's summer shandy, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Lion Kugel's, I can drink those beers in warmer weather, but like the winter stuff, I can't get into it because it's not... It's not like a heavier, like... It's not a winter beer to me, so... But like a Blue Moon, the easy example, I got... I brought on the side a little gingerbread uh, spice ale. I mean, it just all depends on the spices you put in it. But this right. tastes like very – it's very citrusy, and it's got that its got that blue moon feel to it. One so. thing you said, Corey, you said you'd like it with a lemon slice, just like a blue orange moon. Orange slice. Orange slice, yeah. yeah. That's what I meant. Orange slice like a blue moon served. Well, I went to the brewery to get this, and the people who were drinking this beer there had actually a blood orange See? slice on it. So. See, so I bet if you took the blood orange and squirted some juice – It'd probably be From pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I bet that would make it even better. Yeah. Let me ask you guys this. Is this a thing? All right. Somebody told me this recently. An old friend that I haven't talked to in a while gave me a call. And we were chit-chatting for a while. And there seems to be a thing, and I never really paid attention to this before. What you drink sometimes affects the food that you eat. Like if you drink or eating a burger, well, yeah. whatever you drink might affect the taste of that burger a little bit. Like if you're drinking a beer or okay, pop or I'm water or juice that. or something like that. I've I, never noticed that. I really. buy into that. I buy that for sure. Think of, okay, this is a bad example because of the food is bad but like mcdonald's okay you can't drink it's hard to drink a lemonade with mcdonald's you gotta have like a fountain coke or a fountain you know something like fountain coke i hate coke period but if i get a fountain coke from mcdonald's it like enhances the flavor somehow i don't know what it is like in that soda tap but like if i want to drink if i want to have like you know Let's say I'm eating, like, a, a salad, like a chicken salad. I'm not going to go have a soda with it. I'm going to have, like, a glass of water or tea or See, I don't get that. Something like, like I, that. I, it doesn't matter what I drink. It doesn't affect my experience with the food at all. I, like, I, I, I've thought about that, and I'm like, it, I, it tastes the same to me. Like, I, I don't, I don't I get that. that. I don't, like, I, I, I'm not saying they're wrong or you're wrong necessarily, but I'm just saying. Adam doesn't like... like the chicken noodle soup with the soda on the side. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's about how you're... <laughs> I think it's about how your body reacts to what you drink and what you eat. You know, like, I'm drinking this water right now, and those of you that know me, I've been, like, on this health kick since the beginning of the year, and I've lost a little weight from it, but I'm drinking this antioxidant water. It's got lemon slices and cucumber slices in there. No blood oranges. No blood oranges. I got cucumber and lemon in there, and now I got the blood orange beer, so mm-hmm. getting my fruit kick in for the day. <laughs> you got to have how many servings of fruit a day, but... um you know, if I drank this water with, I, you can drink water with anything, of course, but like if right. I drank this water with a salad as compared to like having a burger or something like that, it would probably, it, it would probably give me a different feel on what I'm, you know, because the burger, you're just getting it soggy. But if you have a soda with that, it's like, oh, burger and soda, this is cool. Like I think it's a it's a placebo effect in your in your yeah, brain. Yeah, probably. Like it's like a body thing, you know. Like your body's so accustomed to having burger with fries and soda. Fancier restaurants have their wine list paired with an entree. You yeah. know, this this white wine might go better with a fish or a drier wine with a medium rare steak. 
I, I believe that. Is that yeah. the reason why you guys might like a beer and a burger together? Like, is that is that the yeah. reason why? Because, like, for example, like, I always say, oh, I could go for a beer and a burger right now. Not because they necessarily go together and enhance this flavor. I just like to drink. So, <laughs> that's fair. Oh, that's yeah. kind of what it is. Like, that's I like fair. burgers. Speaking and I like of drinking, drink. I didn't rate the beer yet. Right, yes. Okay. I, I threw what, us you, off track. All right. I, I lost my train of thought. What'd you give it, Adam? I give it a three. What'd you, you give it? Four. All right. I'm going to go right in the middle. I'm going to give it a 3.5. There you go. I do like it. I'm not crazy about citrus flavor. I like I like a berry-flavored beer. Citrus flavor is not usually my favorite, but this beer is good. This, I could definitely drink, like you said. It does remind me of summer, and considering we're sitting here in western Pennsylvania and there's feet of snow outside. degrees outside. Yes, so it doesn't really feel like it's the time of year for this beer, but I definitely would recommend this beer. Yeah, to definitely. anybody listening to the show. So definitely thank you to the Stone Church Brewery in Hermitage, PA. They're killing it. The Witty Lady Blood Orange, and it's a 4.5 ABV. What's standard? 3.9-ish? Yeah, the, something like yeah. that. Depends on, yeah, that's about That's average. usually about a 3.94, so. Yeah. Hey, so this, yeah, I mean, if you want to try something different, like I said, I, I would I would definitely reach for this. On any given day. So before we move on, guys, I do have some fact checks. Really? That I have to do because we, we we start the show, we just talk, we don't know what we're talking about regarding, half the time. Never. What are we regarding? Well, a couple things, couple things. So we were la- last couple episodes. First of all, we were talking about we couldn't remember the name of the guys who took over for the Comedy Central talk shows. How John Stewart and Stephen Colbert oh, yeah. they left. Yeah. Well, I looked it up. What's the guy? Trevor Noah and Larry yeah. Wilmore. Yeah. Those are the two guys took Trevor over. Trevor Noah's really good. I've yeah. seen. I, Trevor Noah's I couldn't funny. remember his name, but I've I have. I, I got to say, I haven't segments. watched either of the shows since those guys left. So I really that's why hard, I didn't I have know. a hard time watching The Daily Show now that John Stewart's not involved anymore. I, I just I love John Stewart so much. So yeah, I, I like John Stewart so much. I like Stephen Colbert so much, and he's on. He took over for Letterman. Yeah, in the late he's show. Still so, over there too. Yeah, he's gonna. Yeah. Yeah. He's so uh, so I wanted to give a shout out to those guys because we kind of. I saw a funny picture one time. Uh, Stephen Colbert was doing an interview with Patrick Stewart. And he had up on a board, this is what you look like when you were uh, Captain of the Enterprise in Star Trek The Next Generation. And this is what you look like now. How do you look this basically the same? What, do you bathe in the blood of the innocent? Huh. <laughs> 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 I saw a picture of that. He's like, I die. That was funny. Yeah. Because it's true. He looks basically the same. Yeah, he doesn't age. He doesn't age. He might be a vampire. He's like Will Smith. All right, so I, I also, we were talking about the X-Files, how that show came back. Oh, my God. Talking about Jillian Anderson. Mm. And we said, what has she been doing since X-Files? She apparently is in a television show, a very successful one on the BBC. It's a British, it's called The Fall. You guys huh. familiar with The Fall? No. Nope. Apparently, it takes place in Ireland, Belfast, Ireland. There's a serial killer, and she's a detective. Sounds very cliche. I have not watched it, but it's Rated very high. She's she's been doing that for some time now. Apparently she she lives in England or Ireland now. So yeah, she lives. I'm caught up on X Files now though. British TV is like huge. I am caught up now. I'm happy about that. I'm happy about that. Episode three was the best. Yeah, three is the best so far. See what else is in store. Have you guys noticed that though? How British TV is huge over here in the states. Mm. British TV is good though. Oh, it is. It really is. But it's like really popular over here. Okay, a couple more things I got. Um, we were talking about, we couldn't remember the name of that show. You brought it up, Adam. You said it was like the Twilight version 
of a zombie movie. Yeah. It's called Warm Bodies. Warm Bodies. Warm that's bodies. right. We that's did, right. Like the worst movie. We ever. did. We, it, I've never seen it, but it looks like a really, really bad movie. Oh, it just sounds like a really bad movie. <laughs> it's it's basically Twilight. Twi- like you said, Twilight with zombies is all it is. Yeah, like a zombie guy falls in love with a regular person, yeah, and yeah. somehow he's able to turn back into a human. Spoilers. Um, he's not a zombie. Can you anymore. spoil it if you haven't seen it? I can spoil anything I want. Okay. This is your podcast. You yes, you sir. Want. Next, we're talking about the Power Rangers movie that is coming to fruition. And go, I said, go Power Rangers. I said that I had heard that Guillermo del Toro was on the short list of directing. Well, apparently, he didn't. He's not directing it. No. Somebody named Dean Israelite is directing that's it. That's not his last name. He did Project Almanac. That's not a real name. His that, last name is not that's Israelite. That's a fake name. Am I pronouncing it right? No, that's it's, a stage name. Let me see. Uh, unless my no, it's on my notes, so I wrote it, but oh. it could have it could have auto corrected. So that I might have to fact check name. a fact check. I, <laughs> I hope his last name is not Israelite. Dean Israelite. I don't it's know. Definitely that's, not Dean Israel. I'm googling it right now. Do Google it. I hope it is. <laughs> Dean. We're also talking about Cloverfield Two. Yes. I and we didn't not. mention the actual name of Cloverfield Two is called Ten Cloverfield Lane. I cannot yeah. wait. And I was shocked because I never watched two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. W- when did those sneak out? I know, right? Like, what happened to those streets? <laughs> oh, no, yeah. that's his real name. Dean it's Israel. Da- it's Dean Israelite. So he's that's directing great. the Power Rangers movie. That's great. That's hilarious. He's from South Africa. He's not even from Israel. <laughs> that cheating what, bastard. What a he's poser. Not a, he's not a dean either. No. Best known for directing found footage film Project Almanac. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, I've never heard of that. That's crazy. It's a time travel film. Yeah. And a couple more I got before we move on here. Um, this one we kind of pointed out. Laura, Laura called me on this one. I confused Matthew Lillard with... Or I confused Jake Busey with Matthew Lillard. From the Starship Troopers film. Yeah. Yeah, that I apologize to Jake Busey. I thought he was Matthew Lillard. He'd probably take that as a compliment, though. Probably. What's um, he doing these days? Yeah, who knows. And I want to point out, during the last episode, Adam, I heard you whisper, I gotta take a piss. <laughs> so <laughs> you, you must have missed that in the editing. So I just wanted to point that out, uh, and that's my fact check. Did I, I, oh, well. I, I? You know, I listen to these episodes when I edit them. I must have missed that you, part, but you, you know must. what? It's, I liked it. I'm it's, glad you it's, left it's it. It's a little Easter egg in there, you it, know? It, it, you know editing an hour of film is, or hour of anything, trust me, is mm. not easy. So I, I, don't, I don't feel bad for it. I, it's whatever. You let it happen. Yeah. Scott, I have a fact check. My sister fact checked me, me on this. Fact checked me? Me. No, oh, me. Fact checked you. Yeah. When we were talking about Cloverfield, um, I had mentioned that the tallest building that we have in the Hermitage is the bank uh that glass building first that national that bank. bank right i said pnc it's when it's FNB. actually first national bank oh, and when that's I, a, I, that's how can you me. forget that i i because i use pnc as my bank so i was just automatically <laughs> defaulted <laughs> into mine so that she was editing and she was like it's it's first national what are you talking All about right, I'm like, oh you? yeah you've lived here your whole life <laughs> You blew it. You blew it. Your one fact check is worse than all six of mine. But it's still only one fact check. You got like six an episode, so. Hey, that's okay. Moving on. Have something. <laughs> Have something. 
Moving on. Corey, thanks yeah. for coming on the show. Thanks really appreciate it. Yeah, no so problem. something just happened this past weekend. It was oh, a, yeah. a big event. And I'm not talking about the Gasparilla Pirate Festival. Garsparilla. I keep wanting to say Garsparilla in a big Because a pirate voice. goes, Arr, gar. Garsparilla. So we had the Super Bowl, guys. Yeah, we did. Dun, 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 dun. Adam, did you watch the Super Bowl? No, I was working. Oh. Uh, it's okay. I've, I caught I glimpses it. of it. I caught glimpses of it, but I was working at the time. If you listen to sports so, radio all week, you didn't miss anything. <laughs> I don't listen to sports radio. No, I thought it was a very, very dull game. Really? Yeah, I didn't. I Did you, get do you into think it. it was dull just because the Steelers weren't in? Is that the reason why you thought it was dull? That's a that's it, a fair question. That's an interesting take. That's a fair question. If the Steelers were decked in, out in like, I black been... and yellow right now, all but it's about. not Steelers. It's you got pirates on. It's all Dude, black. He, and he's yellow already now. he's already converted into spring training it's, mode. How many days now? So he's got your pitchers and catchers report. Less than a week. Less less than a week now. Less than a week. He's got his pirates hat. <laughs> I got my Indians shirt on. I got my I got my Bob Feller shirt on. Greatest player of all time. I'm kidding. I want to get into baseball too, but. Let's, st- let's stick with the Super Bowl because that's that was the big, big news. That was the Don't big get me. If week. we go on baseball, I'm taking the show over, so let's not well, get into baseball. Well, I d- I... We'll, we'll go there later. We'll go there later. We'll wait, we'll wait hey, till hey, the end. Listen, awesome. listen, I got the power to turn mics down now. I have the power. I so, have the power. Yes. <laughs> Masters of the Universe. Yeah. Man, I love that. That's my shit. <laughs> Masters so, of the Universe. So I listened to your, your show this week, Corey, uh-huh. and there's a couple things I, I wanted to bring up. Okay. And you were talking about Please, I love Cam this. Newton. Okay. This is this is great. No, Cam, this is I love what I this want. Topic. Yes. I want I want this reaction because it, that's why I go on airs to get a reaction like so this. So for people who are listening to this podcast that didn't catch your show. Or if you've been living under a rock for the last two weeks. Right. Let's be real. Apparently I've been living under a rock, so Okay, so go. So why don't you kind of rehash what you said about you know, fill us in. About what's Cam. Going what's going on, Cam? About Cam walking out on the press conference. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not trying to toot any horns here of my own or anything, but since I'm in the media, toot toot. Since I, okay. So <laughs> since since I have the ability to have a take on this, I formed my take as soon as this happened. Now, those of you that don't know, Cam Newton, quarterback of the Panthers, lost the Super Bowl. And every every quarterback has done this. They have to go in for the interview after the game. And there's a couple variables in this in that the press room wasn't big enough or divided. So the Broncos press room was be was able to be heard by the Panthers press room. I heard it live. When so, I was watching it. so the Panthers press room is hearing players from the Broncos celebrating and whatnot. And saying whatever. Well, Cam Newton, who has been known for you know having fun, and he's been for whatever reason getting scrutinized by it. I don't have a problem. I said this on my show. I don't have a problem with anybody having fun doing what they love to do. And in this case, it's Cam Newton as a quarterback of a Super Bowl team losing the Super Bowl, but. When they're winning, he's having fun. That's great. Have fun. You can dance and, what is it, dab and all that stuff. Yeah. You, can we put the dab to bed? Yes. The, Denver just did that, okay. hopefully. Right. I said this, too. I hope Denver put the dab to bed. But when he loses, he even admitted he even admitted later in the week, I'm a sore loser. What do you want me to do? You know, no one likes losing. Well, obviously, no one likes losing. But, you know, reporters... 
reporters are different. They get treated by athletes and by coaches like dirt. And everybody knows that. Anybody that's in sports media knows that. You do not get any respect as a reporter from the coach or the player. Because as a media, you're just trying to get your information and they think you're automatically overstepping boundaries. Well, Cam wasn't okay with people asking him, you know, do you think this game was on you? On you? Because he didn't dive on that fumble, which is a whole different topic. Yeah, That's a whole different discussion. Um, but I'm not okay with how he handled that press conference because of the concept of he dances around and he laughs and smiles and dabs and whatever when they're winning, but he can't take his medicine when he loses. He's a sore loser, and that's okay. But it, even if you go up to the podium and just say, you know, the script, they outplayed us, Denver's a great team, that's a great defense, you know, the usual crap you hear on the, all the press conferences from a losing team. Even if you went up and said that, I would have been okay with it. And there's people that have takes that use that point to uh, against what I would say, that, yeah, who wants to hear that? We love the raw emotion. We love what he did up there. We love the emotion. More people need to do that. And that's fine, but I just I just think that if you're going to dance around and dab and whatever when you win, then take your medicine when you lose and learn how to handle it better. He's a 26-year-old, you know, he's still young, but he's he's becoming a model for these kids. And, you know, you see the footage of him giving footballs to kids after touchdowns. And being an advocate for black athletes and all this stuff. And I don't want to get political or anything. But, you know, if you're going to be an advocate for all this stuff and you're going to get sponsors like Under Armour paying for you as a spokesperson and you're a spokesman for so many things, you should probably handle yourself a little better after a game like that in that kind of situation. But that's just that was just my take on it. But I want to hear your reaction. Well, okay, before on it. we move on, real quick, okay, in regards to when you're saying him being a role model, does he want to be a role model, or are people just making him being yes, a role model? Yes, he wants to be. Okay, because he wants some, to be. some people I've heard, some athletes I've heard say, "Well, I didn't ask for this." Yeah. Even though, yes, you did. You're a professional athlete. You're going to be whether you like it or not. If you guys, but Cam has embraced it. Okay. If you guys watch the Super Bowl, you watch about the pregame shows leading up to it. I know it was like a seven-hour pregame show. Oh, God. But if you watched within that last hour, if you tuned in, the game started, what, 6.30? If you tuned on from like 5.30 beyond, you would have seen an interview with Cam Newton and James Brown of CBS, who, by the way, is one of the best in the business from what everyone tells me at least. And Cam was saying, yeah, I want to be a role model for young African-American kids who want to grow up and play football okay. And want to be, you know, he's saying he wants to be this. He wants yeah. to do this. This is what he wants. See, I said this a few episodes ago, and because Brandon had brought something up about role models and being in the public eye, and I, for one, don't believe that unless if you don't want to be a role model be, just because you're in the public eye, that doesn't mean you have to be a role model. So, like, if Cam Newton didn't want to be a role model, you can't sit there and say, well, you're in the public eye. People are going to look, look up to you. You have no choice but to be a role model, and you have no choice but to be this this great upstanding citizen. And that's totally no. – that's bullshit is what that is. No, that's the thing. He This is what he wanted. So That's if, fine. If that's he, fine. That's fine, he, man. If he was getting all this attention and he was and, – and this is the crappy thing about media because we like to twist words. So media would say he would have to be humble. Which, that's a load of crap. There's a difference between being humble and being honest and saying, no, I don't want all this, you know, calm down yeah. with it. 
But he's embraced all of this stuff. And then he goes out, gets his ass kicked in the Super Bowl. I mean, if Scott, you watch that game. Yeah. He was on his he was literally on his ass half the time. Right. So you go out and get your ass flat out kicked in the Super Bowl by one of the historically best defenses ever, then you're gonna be a little pissed off about it, but you still gotta take your medicine. If you're gonna dab and dance around and smile and whatnot and be happy go lucky when you win, you better know how to take your medicine when you lose because people are gonna come right after you. Because you you develop that mantra when you're dancing around all that stuff that pisses other teams off and other defenses and whatnot. Don't tell me Denver wasn't playing a little pissed off in that game, so they wanted to do whatever they could to make him as miserable as possible, and they did. And look what happened. He handled it so badly after that game. So, well, back to the the way he dances and celebrates and dabs and whatever. I mean. I've heard people joke, like, yeah, he runs for a six-yard gain and then just goes, does the Superman and all this stuff. Yeah. You know, maybe that's a little excessive, but the media has been hard on him for that. Because you see, like, Rob Gronkowski and Kirk Cousins and Philip Rivers doing the same bullshit. I don't want to say it's race, but you're right. They don't. It's a double standard. No, you're right. They don't. They don't. You don't hear people talking about them and how they are. Honest to God, you know why? My theory, and again, I'm not going to get political. My theory on why they blow it out, because yes, Cam is black. Yes, all the other people that do it are white. But you know how ESPN and CBS and NBC, the big three, you know how they make all their money? With your eyes and ears, with your eyes and ears, with my eyes and ears, with our viewing. If they're going to talk about... Someone in a controversial way, if they're going to twist any story they can, they will mm-hmm. because it makes them money. So that I'm not, I'm not, you know, big media and me, I, I'm really selective with big media. I'll read a small blog or I'll read a website, like a second tier website. Like, so ESPN and, and CBS and NBC, those are all great. Do not get me wrong. But there's other sources out there that you can read that may have opinions or may have insights or may have factual research and all that. But if you turn on ESPN right now and Stephen A. Smith's on there talking about, you know, Cam Newton and all this stuff, then he's getting paid to do that. He's getting paid to advocate that. And, you know, he'll say what he believes, but the company is going to put that on air because that brings in, in the end, that brings in the money. Another thing, I, I didn't know this at the time. I was shocked. Of course, the media presented it to me mm-hmm. when they were talking about how Cam left the the what's it called the media the media room. Yeah, yeah. He left at three and a half minutes is all the time he was in there. Yeah. Apparently, back in 2011, when the Colts lost to the Saints, Peyton Manning walked off the field without shaking hands. Nobody talked about that at the time. I didn't even know it was a thing. Until this week. I'm like, well, if Cam would have done that, oh my God, it would have been the end of the world. And I don't want to make it no. a racial thing, but it definitely, to me, it's seems not. like a double standard. It's not, and it is a double standard. It's not a racial thing. But think of how media, think of how cliche, times have changed from 2000, what was it, 11? Mm-hmm. Till now. Think about how media has changed. Think of how times have changed. Think of how thoughts have changed with, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement and all these movements that have gone across the country. The difference between what is right and what is wrong in a general spectrum to a degree has changed. 
So, and football is undeniably the biggest sport in America. Oh, yeah, There's definitely. no doubt. Over, overseas in London, they love it. We, we send three teams or six teams over there a year to play, play three games. We have teams that are, we're talking about expanding to Toronto, Canada, and down into Mexico. So, the NFL has gone global. American sports are going global. Back in 2011, that wasn't even thought of. So, now media reaches instantly. You know, if you see a graphic, there was a graphic put on ESPN with the Broncos and the Panthers, but instead of the Carolina Panthers, they had the Florida Panthers logo, the hockey team. I saw that, yeah. And that was out there like that. As soon as that graphic went on ESPN, that graphic was on the internet. That's how fast things move now. That's how, you know, technology changes. So, we have these brand new microphones we're talking into right now. It's probably outdated. You bought it. You oh, bought yeah. It, oh, I'm, sure it. That, I'm sure it is. You bought it less than a week ago. It's probably outdated. I'm sure they are very outdated. As soon as you take something out of the box, it's outdated. That is a metaphor for everything. So, But, yeah, it sounds like a double standard because it is, but no one's going to look at footage from five years ago and say, well, Peyton did this, yeah, unless they really want to bring in, you know, unless they're desperate for a couple viewers. Because that's easy. That's easy money right there. Yeah. I, I do like what Cam said. I... He said, "You know, I am. I'm. I'm a sore loser. Absolutely. He's like, I'm not. I'm not accustomed. To At least losing. he admits it. That's he fine. won. He won on every level. I mean, he yeah. needed to win this Super Bowl, get Super Bowl MVP, and he would. There's nothing else he could win after that. Like, right. But to be the MVP of the league, to be this advocate for so many things, to be a spokesperson for so many things, and sponsor so many things, to handle yourself like that after a football game, I just can't buy it." He said. Show me a good loser, and I'll show you a loser. Okay, that's not his quote. That is no, that's literally not his quote. That Let wasn't me find his out. Quote? No, he took that from someone. I'm pretty sure. Let me find that. Oh, okay, but he said it. He said it, but yeah. I forget who actually first. All right, that's a I quote heard from him someone. say it. I'm like, I'm is he Shia sure. LaBeouf on us? Is that a, is that what he's doing? <laughs> is he is he copyright or is he uh? He's copyright infringing. Yeah. Let me find it. Uh, hmm. Wi-Fi, huh? I just think that the... Uh, you guys got your phones on you. Let me see your phone here. I just I think the Broncos really, really beat them. I don't think the Panthers... That's what it came down to. The Panthers, I mean, yeah, the team wins and loses a game, but the Broncos' defense, I mean, they were on a historic run even before this game. And the issue I have is... Carolina's offense, yeah, they were the number one overall offense going into the game. But the receivers weren't talented in a sense that, in a, in a sense that you know, they didn't even have their number one receiver. No. And Ted Ginn Jr. is their number one receiver. He can't catch a cold. Uh, he couldn't. He couldn't in that Super Bowl. They still have Jericho Cotry. Yeah. <laughs> that was Vince Lombardi that said that, by the way. Show me a good loser, and I'll show you a loser. That's a Vince Lombardi quote. That's directly quoted by Vince Lombardi. So Cam Newton said that, and everybody's like, oh, that's great. That's fire. Well, he, he fooled me. Meanwhile, that's no, that's a Vince Lombardi quote. That's who it fooled was. you. I could not remember for the life of me who said it, but thank God for uh, technology. We looked it up, Vince Lombardi. So, But on the flip side, now the question for Denver is, well, we know Peyton's gone. Peyton's either retiring or he's going to a different team. I don't think he'll be back in Denver. But that defense, you know, it happens with every Super Bowl winner. 
You got to pay the players. You got to pay these contracts of expiring players that have to be have to be paid. Happened with Seattle. Happened with New England, and it's happening now with Denver. So that's going to be an interesting dynamic to see. But all the talk of the Super Bowl has been about Newton, and to a degree, rightfully so. I do. I do suppose. Well, what'd you think of the halftime show? Uh, I was probably on the a... I was probably on the crapper for half of it, but uh, when I when I saw that it was Coldplay, I looked. My sister was in the room with me, and my sister is as big of an entertainment buff as you can ever meet. The Super Bowl was announced, Coldplay, and I looked at her and I said, "Featuring who?" Because there was no way in hell that the NFL was just going to get away with Coldplay. Soon enough, Beyonce. Bruno Mars. And I said, oh, here we go. This is exactly what we need. Is another Bruno Mars halftime. Is another Beyonce halftime. Sure enough, they took the show over. I mean, they've both done it. How many times has Bruno Mars been in the Super Bowl? Now, well, both have now done it twice. I feel like he's done even more than that. It seems like it. But, I mean, they do a good job. I liked Bruno Mars' Super Bowl from a few years ago. I liked Beyonce from a couple years ago. But it's like, we've already seen them. You can't, you can't find anybody else. That's why they get paid big money. I mean... That's why they get paid that big money, man. I mean, Coldplay... Adam, you love Coldplay, don't you? I, I like Coldplay. I don't have anything against say, Coldplay. I wouldn't say I love Coldplay, but I do like them, okay? I like some of their songs. So I gotta tell this story. I, I gotta tell this story. But this is this. Whenever I hear Coldplay, I think of this. So back when I was... Oh, my gosh. Huh. I might have been in high school, right out of high school, forever ago. Anyway. Friend of the show, Mike Deloney... He and I decided on, on the whim, let's go to Canada. Sure. Let's just get in the car and drive to Canada. We were bored, nothing to was do. Was it the drinking age eighteen then? In Canada. I think it was nineteen, but I don't I think I don't think we I think we were both eighteen at the time. I don't think we even went there to drink. We just anyway. went because we were freaking bored. Right. So we get in the car we end up taking his sister's car. She was like, Yeah, whatever. She was in New York or something. She's take a car. We hopped in his sister's car. Grabbed a bag for the day. Went for the day. Didn't even stay overnight this trip. We we planned poorly because we didn't bring any CDs with us. This is back in the early aughts, so you still had your mixed CDs. Oh, the, the mixed CDs. Know. I got we, a CD case at home filled with mixed oh, CDs. Oh, I've got like six of them. I love them. But we didn't bring any with us. So we were left with the AM slash FM radio and whatever CD she had in her car player already. And it happened to be none other than Coldplay. So we didn't know much about Coldplay. Like, you know, okay, well, listen to this. Didn't know a single song on the CD <laughs> except for one. And that, my friends, was the song Clocks. And you know it. You just, know you just it. thought of it in your head. The do 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 We listened to that song maybe 37 times in a row on the way to Canada. And it turned into the biggest joke in the world. Became experts on it. Every time I hear that piano beginning to clocks, the do-do-do-do-do-do, yeah, I'm doing it. I always always think of that trip. And I hope he listens to this and then laughs about that. That was so, so I couldn't get, I couldn't get past that when I'm seeing them at at the I listened to, I listened to a lot of Coldplay when I was in college. That's when oh, I listened. That's that when I guy. listened. You're, I didn't. That was the the only thing I listened to. But I know that was one of the groups I would put on. I would always make a mix CD before I drive back up to school because I used to come home every weekend to work. And but usually like that Saturday night, Sunday during the day, at some point I would make a mix CD, and at some point there would be a Coldplay song on there somewhere. 
So I would always pop it in, make the hour drive back up to Edinburgh, and just listen to that CD the whole way up there. I don't have anything against Coldplay. No, I never right. did. It's just like, the su- when you think of the Super Bowl, you think of like, really exciting and fire spitting from every direction and whatnot. And, you know, back in the day, it used to be bands. First ever Super Bowl, I think, was like Grambling State University mm-hmm. marching band. Marching bands. Sometimes in high school marching bands do. Yeah. Why not? I, I say, I said for Super Bowl 50, because it's 50, why not go back to the roots? Why not bring in Grambling State? Why not have, like, like alumni from that first band just come in and be like, hey, here we because are. Because nobody would have watched it. I will say the one thing I did like was when they showed the video montage of previous Super Bowl. Like, you saw Prince. You saw the Stones. You saw Sir Paul McCartney. You saw MJ. You saw some of the great classic performances. I kind of, nice. I kind of like that. But the performance itself, Coldplay was like, okay, you guys are all right. Like Adam said, listening when you're in college, sitting yeah. around smoking weed, drinking beer. You listen to you listen to Chris Martin's yeah. melodious <laughs> vocals. But Chris other other than that, um, yeah, I, I don't get hype listening to Coldplay. It might have been nice for production value that whole montage of past, but it took away from the show. It took away from Coldplay. I wanted to see more of that than I did the actual show. Like that's yeah, the problem. Yeah. That's the problem. Scott, that's exactly the problem on why that halftime show is a flop. Because they did that. They felt the need to do that. Like, hey, let's take away from our performance and just have our... That's what Coldplay is good for. Honestly, that's what Coldplay is best at, is background music to a nice slideshow of sorts. Exactly, yeah. That's what Coldplay is best for, and it worked for production value. Like a senior high school soccer banquet. Like, you hear Coldplay in the background. Okay, so you're serving 100 million viewers on TV (laughs) versus 50,000 in a stadium, right? Right. So the 50,000 in the stadium were like, oh, it's a little thing in the stage where it's showing Bruce and MJ and all these guys. Meanwhile, at home, we're getting this big graphic and the video with Coldplay overlaid over top of that. And it looked really cool on TV, but... If I was there at the Super Bowl, I'd I'd be like, what the hell is this? You know? I'm like watching this thing and I see the boss come out, I see the who, and I'm like, all right, I wanna see Justin Timberlake and Jan Jackson the nip slip. Nip slip. And I told I wanna see they Mickey Mouse put, Mickey Mouse and New Kids on the Block. They were not gonna put where, those in. Where where were they? Hello? That they was, were not gonna put those in. That nip slip was horrible for TV <laughs> as it began. As it began. Uh but but that halftime show's getting a lot of grief. From Beyonce's performance, Did you guys yeah, hear about this? because it's socially it's socially tied. That's why I didn't pick up on it at all. I, 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 thought, I didn't even hear did about I miss this. Something? Nobody picked up on it be- because everybody was like, "Oh my God, Beyonce!" Apparently, they're saying that she was dressed like a Black Panther and she had anti-cop messages in the song, which and they were like her dancers were in like an X formation or something like that. There was a bunch, and you're going to have your fact check on this next show. I mean, Because I will, we're probably yeah. wrong on it because we're not prepared for it. But, yeah, there was ties to, like, anti-cop messages. There was a meme on, it was probably Facebook because that's where all dumb memes are shared. It was like, Beyonce wants to protest anti-police, but she has, probably had a police escort to the game. But that's none of my business. Hmm. She I probably did. I, did. I didn't pick up on it at all. I love Queen B. I do. I'm not going to lie. Nobody picked up Big on it. Big fan of her. Didn't, now there's, like you said, social media, especially Facebook. 
That's where everybody gets their internet muscles. Of course. Everybody is just going crazy about her. Like, I'll never support her again. I'm like, what? Why? It's a freaking act. Are we stupid? Can we just be done with internet opinions? Can we just be done with them? No. Like, it's just the beginning. Can we? Can we just say enough? Can we like go the way of the Kardashian? Be like, can we just not talk about, not have internet opinions for a little while? Take a break. You know, I'm all for it. I mean, we didn't when we watched the movie The Matrix. We didn't we didn't see that part of the technology. Yeah. We didn't we didn't see the old fat guys sitting in their mom's basement saying how much they hate Starbucks for having red cups. Yeah. You know, you didn't see that in the movie. I don't know. That was that dumb too when they had that whole spiel. Starbucks has like snowflakes on their cup for Christmas, and everybody had a problem with it for whatever reason, or they didn't have snowflakes or something stupid like that. People people blow anything out. It's because. That's because that's all America is. Like they just need to find a reason to bitch about something or to protest about Abuse something. Abuse of the first amendment it's like, is what it is. It's like, go get a job. I'm oh sorry if gosh. you if you have enough time to bitch about that, maybe you need to go get a job. They're not gonna get a job until no. you know. I'm gonna sit on the computer and, and call Kanye West a fucker. Yeah. And, and not call a, Miley Cyrus a whore. Not until uh, McDonald's get pays their workers fifteen an hour. It's not happening. Not happening. That's we talked. We talked a little bit about yeah, that we, in the last episode. I'm glad. See, we did. Speaking of which, yeah, I'm all for the minimum wage going up. Yeah, not to 15 an hour. You, we said like 11 toll bucks. You smoking pot? That's what we said. 15 an hour. I'd say 10 bucks. So, so since you went there, apparently I did. Since you went there, I, I, I have to go back on something. What? So the last episode was the last episode. Might have been the episode before. You I'm just not said sure. Last episode. I think it was. Were we talking we, about the minimum wage? We were talking about Bernie Sanders. Yeah, it was last episode. Feel the burn. And how much we really liked him, and I was I was all over his nuts. So were you. I'm a little bit upset about something. Uh-oh. That's something he did? No. I'm a little bit upset with the Bernie Sanders supporters. Why? And here's why. I've read stuff, again, the internet, and it's these people that are bad-mouthing Hillary Clinton, who... I also like her. I'm not going to kid you. I, I, I like Why? her. Why? What do you like about Hillary? Well, I think she's definitely got the experience. She has more experience than anybody on either stage right now. Okay. I mean, she's been a senator, a first lady, a secretary of state. And there's certain things that I agree with her over Bernie Sanders. Not many. I agree with Bernie on most things. Like, she's pro-death penalty Bernie isn't. I'm with Bernie on that. But Bernie is very anti-gun control, and Hillary is, and I agree with her on that. And as far as free college tuition that Bernie wants to give to everybody, I'm I don't I don't think it should be that. Hillary is more two years, you know, community college and no interest on your. I like that. Yeah. So I, there's certain things I like each. But regardless, I can't stand any of the Republicans. There's <laughs> none of them that are any good. So to me, it's like I'm not 100% sure who I'm going to vote for in the primary. Leaning toward Bernie right now, but if he were to lose to Hillary, I wouldn't be heartbroken. We have how long until that primary? April? April. Is it? I'll, I'll look it up. Something yeah, like that. Pennsylvania primary. That's the thing. We're not Super Tuesday. Yeah. I, and anyway. I'm not... I'm not politically involved per se so i mean i have nine what months. does that mean meaning like i'm not huge on politics and i'm not a waiver but i'm not an early decider i'm just kind of like 
let me let me hear everything. April twenty sixth should be the prim- gonna, okay, primaries. Right. Okay. Uh, right. Let me hear everything. Let me ask around, get some opinions, because I like to take things to the route of journalism. So I read a lot. I read a lot of internet articles. I read a lot of newspaper. I read a lot of print. So what I see is written. I will I will take that more into account than what I see on the news. Because news to me is obsolete, but that's a different thing. Um, but, you know, I have nine months to decide. I'm not really set on a candidate right now. I have ideas that I'm tossing around. Yeah. Like, like what Scott's saying about I mean, certain really things about the... Bernie, certain things about Hillary, certain things about, you know, Rubio, Cruz, whoever it may be on the other side, whoever, you know. Let's so. be honest. Right now, there's only the big three. There's Sanders, Hillary, and there's Trump. No, let's be honest. That. I, I, I eh. That's what I'm I talking about. I disagree too because you're looking at those big the media. Only, those are the only ones you're hearing about. Is what I'm right. saying. That's the only ones you're hearing about. I, big I media. Don't think, I don't think Trump's going to win the Republican nomination. I think some of these. There's so many candidates still in it. I, I hear so many. I hear so many people. So many people say that. Trump is saying exactly what I want him to say. I'm going to vote for him. I hear so many people saying, I'm going to vote for Trump, not necessarily because I believe what he says, but he's the only politician that's saying stuff off his mind and he's not giving any BS and he's not like a normal not politician. All right. And I hear so many other people saying this is actually true. I hear so many people saying this, that they want to vote for Trump just because they want to see what he's going to do with, to be well, president. That's, that, those people should. Yeah, those people there should are not s- vote. <laughs> they, no, they shouldn't. But I'm just saying. I hear so many people saying those things. So many people. This is the problem. I mean, yeah, it, you talk about the big, the quote, big three, Trump, Sanders, Clinton. Look at big media, CNN, Fox, NBC. They emphasize those three candidates. When yeah. is the last time you pumped up Fox News and you heard Marco Rubio or Ted Cruz? I don't go to any of those news sites for my news. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Go to no, The Onion. I'm kidding. I'm only kidding. Go to the onion. <laughs> I, 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 use, I use other ones like Huffington Post and I can be wrong. Huffington Post, I can't do. I, I can I, be I, wrong, I do, guys. I, I still stand by this. I think it's going to be somebody like probably Rubio, because these lesser candidates are going to drop out and their supporters have to go somewhere, and they're not going to go to Trump. They're John go Kasich to- from Ohio, mm-hmm. getting a lot of flack because of what he did to the education system over here. That's why he's yep. not getting votes. I can I can tell you that right Deal now. Deal breaker. And you're from Ohio, so you can speak on it. And to me, I actually don't think he's that bad. He's the most moderate of the bunch, but but that's the problem. What he, he did to education he is a deal breaker. He fucked it up so. Is listen, YSU's tuition. I go to YSU, Youngstown State University. It is dirt cheap to go there. By all means, it is so cheap. Like I'm paying, you know, government. I'm getting obviously fast for money, but literally it's like eight thousand to go there a semester, which is dirt. That is nothing compared to my sister goes to right. Point Park. It's like forty thousand a semester. That's nothing. Westminster is forty-four thousand dollars a year. So. But my tuition started off at probably seven thousand or six five per semester when I was a freshman. Granted, this was five years ago, but when I was a freshman, that's what it about started at. Plus, teacher uh, salaries went down. Oh yes, and that was a huge. Pro- you guys remember that? That was what probably three years ago, two three years ago. That was a huge right. problem. And Kasich got so much for that, and that's why he's failing as a presidential candidate. He's got some good. He's got some good points that he makes, 
He's got some good views on things, but he screwed up so badly with the education. Another here in Ohio. thing about Kasich, have you guys heard what's going on in, in Michigan, in Flint, Michigan? The water crisis. With the water yeah. crisis and their governor, Governor Snyder, he's getting a lot of flack for it. Yep. He might not get reelected. He might even get booted out of office. Well, not shocked, The man. same freaking thing is happening near Youngstown, Sebring. Sebring. Yep. And you don't hear a thing about it nope. to Kasich. Why? Because he's running for freaking president. That's right. And that would be a black mark on it. You hear all this about Flint, Flint, Flint. The same freaking thing is happening in Sebring. Right? In our down backyard, the, yeah. essentially. And uh, so, yeah, those are a couple really bad things, the Kasich. And that's why he, I don't think he has that's a chance. A, that's the problem with running for president, really running for anything. The bad things you do always stick out more than the good things you do. And that really, you can carry that with anything, I guess. That's why you got to be careful about some of the pictures and videos you post on the internet. Because if you ever want to do something with your future, it's always going to be up there. So I started to say why I'm upset with the Bernie supporters. I don't think I ever got there. I don't think so but either. this is what happens. This, yeah. Why I'm upset with them is we just talked about the Republican candidates and how awful they are. And how I wouldn't care really either way. If it's Bernie or Hillary, whoever's in the general, that's who's getting my vote. Tell you that right now. But there's Bernie Sanders supporters that are saying... If Hillary wins the nomination, I'm staying home. I'm not voting. To me, that's ridiculous. That you might as well go vote for Trump. Those you might people, as well go do that. those people. I have a belief that if you're one of those kind of people that doesn't vote or says things like "There's nobody good out there to vote for, so I'm not going to vote." Those people, in my opinion, do not have a right to complain about any result of what happens because they stayed home and they did not use their right to vote. Get out there and vote. Voting, the, the voter turnout across the country, but especially in our area, is abysmal. Oh, it's bad. Oh, more, yeah. More people vote for the American Idol than they vote for the American and it's, president. And it's, it's, sadly, it's people like me, millennials, it's my generation that's screwing up big time. Between the age of 18 to 24, 25, that's where it's really bad. I've said it before and I'll say it again. The reason why your generation does that is because you're at a point now where you're getting out of high you're getting out of high school, you're in college, or you might be getting out of college and you're like, you know what? I'm not gonna be here. I'm I have plans to leave the area. I have plans to just get out of here. I got plans to move on to greener pastures. Yeah. And I don't need to worry about what's gonna happen to this area that around here. That doesn't matter. That does not matter. What if you come back or you still have family who that's here, but that's that's my point. Here. That's my point. I even I had those same thoughts here. I still voted, but even I had those same thoughts. I really don't care what happens because I'm not going to be around here. Even though I still, you know, I still kind of voted, but I'm I'm still around here. Like I didn't get out yet. Perfect so. example of social security. Look at how bad social security is. It's in the toilet right now, and the people that are getting affected by it is us. People like us. We're going to get affected by it. Not our parents. Not our grandparents. Whoever it may be. It's us. That it's our generation. This is gonna hurt us down the line. So your voting, your voting right exercises stuff. Yes, it impacts the present, but in the long term, it has a huge impact. Look at Barack Obama. You know, as a recent example, got got elected eight years ago. Who would have thought he'd get a second term at the time? You know, first black president. Cool. Whoopee. What? How has he done since? He's done some things. He's lowered the unemployment rate, for example. He's gotten a lot of heat for, you know, Iraq and whatnot and relations and, and international relations. But, you know, you voted for him. This is what you wanted. So this election is going to be, you're right, the big three, Trump, Clinton, Sanders. That's what it seems like it's going to be. But, 
you know, that's why every voter should do their research and not just pay yeah. attention to big media and the big news and all that. Every voter should be obligated to do their research. Well, Scott, mm-hmm. we've had some highs and we've had some lows in this episode. I think it's time we moved on to the douche of the day segment. The douche of the day. Yes, I think it's time. Well, I didn't really have a, a douche going into this, but a couple have come up in conversation. Really? Yes. A couple right. have come up in conversation. So I have one. So. We've, ta- we've talked about this, so it's a good, a good, good way to introduce them as douches. And uh, the first one... I would like to nominate for douche of the day. I have two. The Bernie Sanders supporters that refuse to support another candidate if Bernie doesn't win. We'll say Hillary because that's the only two there are now. Yeah. So these Bernie Sanders supporters that are saying, you know, I won't vote for Hillary if Bernie doesn't win. I won't vote at all. To me, that's a douchey thing. Oh, yeah. That's, that's just as bad as Cam Newton Walking out of a press conference after three and a half minutes. Is that one That's, of your nominations? You didn't get your way. You're going to take your ball and go home. Is that one of your nominations? That's, Cam Newton? No. No. I'm not nominating Cam because the media has done that already. <coughs> I am nominating the Bernie Sanders supporters. Not all of them. Because technically, I guess I'm kind of a Bernie Sanders supporter too. I'm nominating the ones that are refusing to even acknowledge Hillary. The negative supporters. So. The negative, yes. The the. Come on, people. You're nominated. And since this came up, too, I'm also going to nominate. We talked about what's going on in Flint, Michigan, and what's going on in Sebring, Ohio. And those governors aren't doing shit. So I'm nominating both governors of those of Michigan and Ohio, which is Governor Snyder of Michigan and Governor Kasich of Ohio. They're both nominated for douche of the day because their people are being poisoned by lead in their water and they're not doing a damn thing about it. People are dying of this. It's ridiculous. They're douchey too. So those are my two nominees for douche of the day. Corey, do you have any nominations? I have two Okay. Okay. Let me take a sip of beer first before I... Sip, sip, sip it up. Before I You're going to nominate Cam, aren't you? He's going to nominate Cam. Okay, so I'm going to nominate Cam because you know my take (laughs) on that. Also... I was informed that a few weeks ago on this very podcast, I was nominated. Oh, <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to bring that up, and I forgot. <laughs> hey, 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 if you remember, if you listen to the episode, Corey, I didn't say anything bad about you. So hey, I might have been the only that. one, but I didn't say so, anything. I'm not saying he did. I'm not saying he did. So for those of you who didn't hear, a couple weeks ago we had uh, our friend Evan on the show oh. as our guest. And Evan... Out of nowhere. That's my best friend in the whole wide world, by the way. He nominates our friend here, Corey, for douche of the day, mm. and and I apologize, but I kind of okay. I kind of jumped on too for a You're different allowed. reason. You're allowed. For a different reason. You didn't win. You're not. You weren't the douche of the day. That's so fine. so you did. You hey, did. Hey, it's your show, man. I'm good. <laughs> thanks so for, thanks for I'll, the I'll explain. I'll explain why <laughs> Evan so... nominated you. And Evan brought up Star Wars, which is which is a hallowed name it amongst is. this show. He you, was very upset with you. You hate Star Wars, don't you, Corey? You hate it. This is the okay. Can I justify it? Because Absolutely. We Star have Wars. you on. We want you to justify. Defend uh, yourself. Okay. Listen, Star Wars, to me, if you just watch the films, if you don't, if you block out the extra stuff, the fandom, you know, every fan, every fan base has their, you know, their fan, what, what do they call it now? Um, oh my gosh. 
Anyway, but like if you, I don't know, but Adam's one of them. If you stay away from, <laughs> if you stay away from the internet stuff and the the, the comics that they write and all the stuff, the side stuff. If you just watch the movies, I'm just not huge on them. What I like about them is the special effects for the time when these movies were made, when the older ones were made. The special effects, I love it. I love the production in the, in the in the film, but to me, I'm just not I'm not stargazed by the story of Star Wars. It's just a, it's just an opinion. But Corey, Darth Vader was his fucking dad. Okay, <laughs> what? Okay, have what? You, have you watched Jerry Springer? A lot of people, or Maury, <laughs> a lot of people who may not be expected to be parents come out. You are the father. We did a parody. This is a true story. In one of my classes at YSU, we have a TV production studio over there. We did a parody of Maury in studio being Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, and whoever we like whoever his friend or someone else. We had like three people on a panel. And we did the big reveal, you know, Maury pulls the card out. Darth, in the case of baby Luke and Princess Leia. You are the father. We did the big, you know, you watch Maury and everybody's going nuts or everybody's going <laughs> crazy about it. Walks off stage. So we did a parody of that class and it's hilarious because it's the same thing to me. It's like, I'm not enlightened. I'm not, I'm not gazed by the, the story. I have, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say, I like Star Wars. I just don't like the movies. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say but that. Like, if you if you're you guys are big on Star Wars, right? You watch the movies, yeah. right? But you get into all the other side shit, don't you? No, I don't. You don't? I I, I, I eat that shit with a spoon. Okay. I I don't I I only recently just got cable. I mean, none of that shit goes on Netflix. No, none of that shit goes. It. I'm like I and even if I don't even if I don't watch it, I'm like I don't feel like I missed out. Right. I'm sure I would enjoy it. I'm I just saying not, I don't feel like I missed out. I have not seen the new Star Wars yet. I was not rushing to buy a ticket when what? it got released. What? I was not going to murder somebody to go see the movie the day it came out. I just, I, I'm just like, okay, cool, another Star Wars movie came out. Good for that. I was just kind of whatever about it. And that's, you know, Evan's a big Star Wars fan. I, it's fine. No problem with it. But, like, that's all I heard for, what, a month leading up to it. And I expected it to happen, not it, just from him, you know what? but from everybody around I'm, me. I'm gonna, and it happened. I'm going to say this, and we said it in our spoiler cast of Star Wars. It kind of left. I kind of lived up to the hype. It kind of lived up to all the hype that, that it brought. That's fine. Like, it really did. It's it's the one movie Evan I think I've ever been able to see. not really watching them. He said he, like, he didn't give – he said you didn't give him a chance. He said it's really like – you didn't see some of them till recently, and you were kind of being uh, not really like Fair hipster-esque. Yeah. Like, I don't want to like this because the entire being, world likes it. I was being aloof. Yes. I was being aloof. Okay, Evan accuses I me. I imagine Corey is one of those guys who watches like, that's such bullshit right there. He doesn't, he doesn't watch the movie. He, like, he gets to a part that doesn't like make sense. He's like, that's fucking bullshit. Why would you do Why I would that be a that. thing? No, that is legitimately something. Like, I would why do. would you do that? If some bullshit Oh, Darth Vader's his father. Oh, I didn't see that coming. Some, no, I will actually, you're actually correct on this. If some bullshit happens in a movie like that, I would, if, if I had no idea of the premise, if I had no idea that was going to happen, if I didn't have any spoilers, if I had no idea that 
he would just out and say, I am your father. I would be like, what the fucking shit was... See, that's why that's I, the dumbest thing I've ever heard see, in my See, I life. could never see movies for the first time with you. I could never do it because I'm the kind of person that wants to take in the movie, and if I see it a second time, then I'll pick out the things I don't like. But I got to take in the movie, and I have somebody sitting beside me like, Luke, I am your father, and then Corey's over here like, what the fuck is this? Like, Corey, shut the fuck up. That's he just exactly, said he's his father. No, he's ex you're exactly right. That is exactly how I am with movies. I'm not huge on movies to begin with also. Like... It's hard to get me to sit still for an hour and a half consecutively and not talk. That's just the concept. I cannot do that. It's impossible. Or check my phone. I, I mean, it's bad to say that I'm, like, glued to my phone, but I have a lot of shit going on, okay? Um, but, no, Evan's right in a sense that, you know, I try to give it a chance, but when that point came up where it was like... I am the I am the father, but I knew that happened obviously because we. I would hope so. We've had forty years of discussion around it, but like it's like why? Like who thought? Who thought a Mori episode, a Mori plot twist, would fit in a Star Wars? I will say that it was before Mori, though. I, obviously, yeah. but so you know if anything, I mean. Mori copied Star Wars. If anything, okay, so you know, so fine. who are you nominating? I, all right, can I can I get Evan back at it? You because, sure can. Yeah, you can nominate well, whoever you want. What's the reason why you're nominating Evan? You can't just, you can't just say I nominate him because he nominated he, me. Yeah, then we have an endless cycle of Evan's gonna come back. Well, that asshole nominated me, so That's I'm not, nominating listen, him. You guys gotta understand Evan and I's friendship. We argue like freaking no, like no tomorrow, but we're brothers. We love each other, so it's fine. All right, I'm nominating Cam Newton, so that's my one. I, I got one today. Okay. You're not. You're gonna. You're gonna let, let Evan off easy. No, I'm not. Evan, you're you're nominated. Okay, Evan's nominated. <laughs> Evan's nominated for calling me out on a live podcast, Adam. I have one nomination, okay? okay? I'm nominating media, more specifically sports media. I are going to say more specifically Corey. Cheers. Sports <laughs> media. I'm nominating sports media mainly because Cheers. every time you get a player that makes like a touchdown or something like that or scores big, they get like they do their thing, they celebratory dance and everything like that. They're excited. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of shit. And, yeah, they do all this stuff. And then you have sports media that's like, look at this guy over here. What a disgrace to the sport. Like, may, be respectful. Motherfucker just scored a touchdown. Like, let him celebrate. Like, seriously, let it, let it go. Like, I'm only fine with celebrations if you back it up when you lose. If eh. Meaning, you handle yourself and you take your damn medicine. That's not human nature, though. So, that's not human nature. Okay. Fair enough. But yeah, I'm nominating sports media just because of that. That's a good way. That's a good way to put it. Actually, I like that. Okay. But so, thank you. You're welcome. So let's recap because we've got four, the, five. Yeah, five. We've got the the Bernie the Sanders supporters, supporter. the negative Bernie Sanders supporters. We also have the governors of Michigan and Ohio, Snyder and Kasich, for the for not doing anything to help their people with the poison water. We have Cam Newton for being a crybaby about losing the Super Bowl. A big after no, not talking, crybaby, not just crybaby. He's been a little bitch about it. Is what he's done. Anyway, we've got our good friend Evan. Evan, just because he nominated Corey, so now you're the douche. And That's Adam, a, we've got from you sports media. Sports media. So specifically sports. Thank you. Okay. So, who would like to kick off the voting? I think as our guest, oh. Corey should start us off. You know what? I'm going to vote the sports media because I'm with you on this. And when I go on air on my show, Scott, you listen. Mm -hmm. 
Do you do I and this is kind of me surveying you as the as the the host of my show. Do I give a different vibe to you from like listening to let's say Bob Greenberg. He's a obviously I listen to Bob too. Well known around yeah. this area. Okay. Do I give you a different feel than what he might give you or do I give different viewpoints or is there a format in my show that's like, "Hey, this is different. I kind of like this." Do I give a different vibe as an announcer the than, shows, than someone else may? Your show and his show's different. I, I don't think he could... I mean this is such a compliment to you. I don't think he could hang with what you do. Meaning? You're on your show by yourself. Meaning what, though? But to you me, have, you, you have your, what he's meaning is you, you have yourself to keep you going. You don't need backup. You don't you need, need supports or anything like it that. It is hard, by the way. But, but you apparently can do it. I have not personally listened to the show, but I've heard. You? Used to, but he didn't want to do it anymore. I'll put it that way. Why wouldn't he want to do it? Because he wanted, he had other things he wanted to pursue. Uh, he, he likes the advertising side and he likes the sales side. So that's. Okay. Hey, if you ever need a guest. That's right. Yeah. For, oh, for sure. He likes, he liked it, but he just. Want to go a different route, but anyway, we, Adam and I would love to come on your show as a guest. Sure, I'll be I'll be the dumb guy that doesn't know anything about well, I sports. Do, I, I do know sports, and so I, I can, can and I can be like, wait, what does that mean, guys? See, What's this I used term? To say, see, Scott, I used to say I know sports, and then I found out I don't. <laughs> I there's, you got you don't have to know sports; you have to know about them. And if you can if you can go by a general format and formulate a take based off of something certain or your own opinion, whatever it may be. That's when you sound like you know about sports. There's a difference, but I do appreciate that. I, I try to make myself different from anything else you would listen to. That's my challenge when I go on. So, yeah, I do appreciate that compliment. But anyway, you were saying. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So, so you vote sports media. Then. Sports media. I vote sports media. All right. Adam, you want to go next? I suppose I can go next. Um, that's a tough one. That's a, it's kind of a toughie. I mean, I'm leaning towards sports media. But I'm also leaning towards the negative Bernie Sanders supporters. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go negative Bernie Sanders supporters, cause that, cause that, honestly, like I, you brought it up, and I'm like, that that kind of stuff has been eating me away a little bit, like over the past few years, or people say shit like that. You know, it's like, just just don't, like, don't be so negative, <laughs> like, just vote. If you don't like who you're voting for, find somebody you like. Look at their things they got to say. Or don't bitch about it. That's what I'm going to say. So I'm going to go negative supporters. Gosh. So it's up to you, Scott. You're the no, tiebreaker. I mean. Or you can just completely throw it through a loop and vote for somebody else. Have you ever had a three-way tie? We have. We, not a three-way tie. We had, oh, yeah, we had a two-way tie. We had two, we had two and two because Brandon was here. Okay. Yeah, we and we had somebody two. else, yeah. But I'm, I'm honestly leaning toward the governors, guys. I okay. think that freaking sucks. It does suck. I mean, we we throw around the word douche very loosely. Yeah, we I do. Mean, technically, there's a there's a way to be a douche. Can we say asshole? Asshole is probably more fitting to how we nominate people. Like but douche of the, like but with, douche of the day just flows. It does. Like it, with those two, like with those two governors are doing, it's just an asshole move. Like take care of this dude. Don't be a, don't be an ass about it or <sighs> dickhead of the day or something yeah. like that. I don't want to call him a douche for it, but that's like a dickhead move. That's like a dick move. As far as sports media goes, they're doing it on purpose. I, I for money. Yeah, they're doing it it's for money ratings for money. So, yeah, they're they're definitely douchey, but you know, they know what they're doing. As for the Sanders supporters, 
I'm hoping that they're all talk. I'm hoping when crunch time comes, if Hillary is the Democratic nominee, they're going to put this bullshit behind them and they're going to get to the polls. They're so not, though. Here's the thing. Here's, here's what's going to happen. Because they've already opened their mouth, what's going to happen is they still might go to the polls, but they're going to be a lot of talk on Facebook and social media sites and things like that by I saying, I'm not voting for this and that and this bullshit. Let them so. talk. Let them talk. We'll just wait and see in November. So I'm gonna do this here. We're gonna have a three-way tie. Oh man! You did it. I you, did you it. Pulled I'm the sorry. You pulled the trigger. I, just had I can't it. get past the fact that these governors aren't doing shit. And I guess Sebring. I don't know how bad it is there because it's not really making news like. I Flint don't either, is. to be fair. But what's going on in Flint is all over the national news, and people have actually died. Kids, Kids are getting, getting lead poisoning from drinking their freaking water, and they're not doing anything about it. That is beyond douche. That just sucks. That's criminal. It is criminal. Good point. It is. It is criminal. I, that's a good word. And because of that, that's why my vote goes to, especially Governor Snyder of Michigan. But I gotta throw in Governor Kasich of Ohio too, because do something to help your people. If I'd run her up, I'd probably go with that. So we could probably declare them winners. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have a three-way tie. So <laughs> we need the audience to decide. Oh, it's up to the audience oh. to decide who is the douche of the day for this segment. We have the governors, we have sports media, and we have the negative Bernie Sanders supporters. So, Scott. I smell if, a Twitter plug coming. If they <laughs> want to get a hold of us and let us know who they vote for, where do they go? Well, there's different ways you guys can vote. We had to do this one other time. We had a tie. You can tweet us. At podcast FYD, podcast FYD. Send us a tweet on there. Let us know which one of these three do you think is the most douchey or just being assholes. Or if you have a different one, throw that out there too. Why the hell not? Yeah. You can also send us an email for your distraction at gmail.com. Adam's on top of the emails. Oh, yeah. He's all over those. So you, you send us an email, say your name, we'll read it on air. We also have a Facebook page. You can search for your distraction on Facebook. Make sure you come with your internet muscles. Make sure you talk shit on Beyonce. <laughs> do whatever you can do. Say how much Cam Newton sucks at football. But do it on Facebook because that's where people are the best at doing that. Oh, my gosh. Listen, I've benefited so much from Facebook. Like, you listen to my show. I do a segment called Facebook Comments. It's one of my favorite things. Gold. It's it only I can only do it when certain things happen. Mm -hmm. So my last the last time I did it was when the Cavs fired their head coach David Blatt in favor of Tyron Lue, and it was the game after Lue started. So it's Lue's first game, and the Cavs got beat by the Bulls, and Facebook exploded, and it was gold. It's it's a gold mine. I mean, you got to sift through it a little bit, dude. But it is gold. You I should have it. done pirate Facebook comments after they got rid of Neil Walker. That's what um. You know, the inspiration I did from that was um, Mikey and Big Bob. They oh, I do love the freak those guys. Show, they do the freak mm -hmm. show down in Pittsburgh. They do that, and they did the Neil Walker trade. I'll, I'll pull the video good, up. Good get grief. Off there. Good it, grief. It was hysterical. I, I was reading some of that. them. They're just, I will never support the Pirates again yeah. because one player who is the third best player on the team left. Yeah. Like, no, it's ridiculous. But Facebook is a goldmine for that. For, it's humorous, dude. It's like hilarious. us on Facebook for your distraction. Yes. Um. Also, you can listen to our show on SoundCloud. You can search for your distraction on there. I know, Corey, you like SoundCloud a lot. It's I use it. It's 
pretty cool site. We're also on i on we're also on iTunes. iTunes, yes, yeah, definitely check us out on iTunes. Subscribe, write a review for us on yes. there. It helps us out. Definitely. Hey Corey, mm-hmm. what sh- tell us about your show? Oh. Uh, people want to listen to you. What- sure. So um, it's the timeout. It's a sports talk show, obviously. It's live on Rookery Radio, which is Youngstown State University's official student-run radio network. So students like me and, you know, we have a we have a full slate of shows. We don't get paid for it, but it's great for experience for the students. Um, I go live on there every Monday from 5 to 7 p.m. It's rookeryradio.com. Um, if you want to search on your app store, if you have an iPhone or an Android, you can search for Rookery Radio on there. You can download our app. Or the TuneIn Radio app, if you want to search Rookery Radio on that, you can find us on there as well. Um, there's a bunch of great shows on there. I mean, we go from sports. We go. We have a gospel show on there. We have a, we, a show called Rookery in Espanol, where uh, actually one of the professors from the language department does it with um, a couple of students. The, the host is from Peru. They do the whole show in Spanish. They play Latin music. Wow. We got Caribbean music, theme music. We got country. We have a little bit of everything on there. I've listened to the Caribbean show before. I'm, I'm, I dig it. Yeah, totally it's, it's it. cool. That's I uh, love me some reggae. That's actually <laughs> our station uh, manager, Kenny Reyes. He's he's a DJ. DJ Kenny Ken. If you ever, uh, if you never need someone, give him a call. Search him on Facebook and whatnot. But it's Rookery Radio. It's 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 good for guys like me who are trying to get foot in the door in the business. Um, I've been doing the show for three years and I love doing it and I have fun. Every time I go on air, it, it you think it's like it's two hours, like oh that's long, but it goes like that. It's fast. And um, so yeah, if you want to if you want to tune in, I would appreciate that. Uh, it's the timeout live every Monday, five to seven p.m. on RookeryRadio.com. Definitely check it out. Okay, I want to give a big shout out to the Stone Church Brewery for their. Witty Lady Blood Orange. That was our beer of the show. Pretty I good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was I'm good. Still it's all gone. It. It's all gone, guys. So. I'm still enjoying it. I threw a lemon slice in here. I'm still oh, enjoying it. Look at you go. I also want to give a thank you to Brandon for calling in, even though he's under the weather. Yeah. He brought back like the Zika virus or something from down south. I don't what know. is that? We didn't get into that. What is that? Uh, I don't think we have time. I don't think we have time. No, I don't think we have time. We have to time. Get, that, that's no. a whole conversation we'll right talk there. About it. We'll talk that's about it next show. week. Yeah, next show. So, yeah, so thank you to Stone Church. Thank you for Brandon. Thank you for Corey. Yes, for definitely. On. Thank you, guys. You got anything else, Adam? No, I'm good. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. See ya.